What's good, Divine Gang Gang? Listen, <laughs> I am just going through it behind the scenes. Like, <laughs> anyways, so, um, one of the things I've been noticing is I've been manifesting at a crazy, crazy fast, like, type of speed. Um, I would say that ever since I've started to understand laws of manifestation, but also there's something about spoken words. So even with me speaking on these podcasts, it's like um, things that I have said out into the open are not returning to me voice. So if I have questions or I'm seeking something, it will come to me within a matter of, of like hours. Um, I don't know if some of you remember, it was last year where, um, ah, gotta drink some water. Mmm, <laughs> so good. Um, last year where <clears throat> we did a challenge together and it was, um, I had gotten this challenge from, uh, Ashera Goddess on YouTube and um she she said let's just start off small let's just start off with um all of us visualizing and manifesting scene cake it can come to you physically as a picture um in a song um it just just allow the cake to show up um in the form that, you know, divine source is going to send it to you. And literally, like, I want to say like that same day, I saw the cake. And so she checked in with us and she's like, yeah, I already saw it. She had seen it also. And so that practice allowed me to start to use my muscles. It, it's it's a muscle that you can't explain, but I mean, we can try to replicate it here. It's the same thing too. Let's go ahead and and um, see how fast it takes for us to, to manifest cake and continue to give yourself those type of, of um, those type of, of little small challenges. And then you, you start to know how it feels it's about visualizing it, being in the thought, you kind of get happy and and then letting it go. Um, and then seeing how quickly because it, it just, it, you know, so it starts to spill over into other areas. And like I said, one of the things I've noticed too is also the power of spoken word. Um, and I've noticed also, I I uploaded it on here, but I have, I shared my supercharged uh, manifestation. I have the the original version on my phone, but the super supercharged listening to those at night in my own voice have been absolutely phenomenal. So um, some of you remem- might remember earlier in the year, I was kind of just put it out there. Um, I said, you know, I'm really looking for a community that understands the passive income lifestyle because I'm not gonna, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. I think what makes me a little bit different is I am a little bit of kind of like a dare diary or a day in the life of, and you get to see me grow and evolve because I don't, I'm not, I don't have all the answers. You see me coming with solutions and then being like, oh, this is not it, boo. Or 
um, getting a better grasp of how to work with the retrogrades, how to work with the planetary assignments, how to engage with people, reading different books, shifting my mindset, right? So I remember saying um, earlier, I think it was the first, it was the first of January, just a couple days ago. And I said, you know, I really want to find a community that that's hinged on passive income because it's one thing to be on track to be an entrepreneur and putting out goods and services and trying to to figure out models right because it's I will always recommend for someone to try to make six figures in their lifetime six figures a year I don't care how you feel about it um, we can work through some of the hangups that people have about it, um, but get there, right? Because at the end of the day, it has to do with you having clarity, um, focus, um, purpose, and developing the mastery and the skill. And sometimes that can take up to 10 years, right? Um and so in the process of me figuring out how to get to six figures and um, figuring out my purpose and gaining clarity on who I am and the things that I love to do and what did I come here for, I found a way of <clears throat> living off of passive income. Um, and I think that in a way, I'm kind of leaning towards having a little bit more discussions or creating a little bit of a platform here where people who um, have live a passive income lifestyle or live interest-free um, just off of interest um, can kind of congregate too because the thought patterns are different and the journey is different. Um, it's things like I, I really, and, and I have some um, recordings that I haven't uploaded, but they're for myself and my family and for me to reflect when I'm a little old lady. But it wasn't easy leading up to this moment. And um, I started to think about all the things I went through when I was working. And it's sometimes easy to forget, like, just part of the reason when I say I will no longer ever have to work any for anybody again for the rest of my life. And then the realization, like, how, you know, there were good times. And um, just because of the, the things that are going on too, I actually am starting to appreciate a little bit to a certain degree that my my bosses trusted in me. They believed in me. I was able to stay employed in the same institution. And when I left, I was held in high regard and they had a really nice farewell party for me and I had people show up from students to co-workers that I used to work through um different people it was just amazing the outpouring of love and I love that my boss he did it kind of like a um he planned everything which was like kind of funny because he was that type of boss that I'm the one that's supposed to plan everything but he got some somebody to take care of of that for you know to plan everything for me it was very beautifully done got flowers money everything right I had a really good time and so um but but there were the experiences where it's like I remember the first couple of years you're you're establishing yourself and showing up for the eight to, you know the eight and working long hours there were times where I would get an email at two in the morning and I'm applying by 2 15 in the morning you know just trying to keep that competitive edge 
and then learning to set my boundaries and learning enough about my job to come in at nine and leave at three and and um developing the mastery behind it right so i'm kind of giving you insight on on the contrast from where i've come from from working the nine to five i have actually come across um different people who talk about your ability to um to retire early i think that knowing the things that i know now um i really could retire have have maybe started working and retired in five years and so then that means that i probably wouldn't have had to get the degrees the way that you know they push for unless it's something that i really wanted to um and so then now you start to talk about like i'm i want to make sure to remember to talk about purpose what is purpose how to achieve your purpose and life mission on passive income but so then when when you switch over to entrepreneurial, I've always, always, always from a young age, um, and and I think even from the age of seven, like when I look at my first grade picture, you guys, one day I might share it with you. I was so freaking cute. Like it's one of my favorite pictures, but you could see the determination on my face, the um just the 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 this whole, and, and there's something about that first grade picture. You might want to go back and look at yours too. But um, when I was taking psychology classes, it was at the doctoral, doctorate level. And um, they were going into the psychology because it was an administration and leadership for education. And so you have to learn all the different phases of life. And and they teach you that undergrad and graduate, right? But it was something about the, the way that my... Um, the teacher did it. And, and so that had, I think, more so to do with her teaching style. Um, but <clears throat> she was going through all of the different phases that you go through. And when you're seven years old, um, you go through the enterprising phase of your life where that is, oh, and this makes so much sense. This is amazing how this journey has worked out with this podcast. But um, um you go through the enterprising phase and you are, there's something about, you know, when you have the terrible twos and then you have the threes and, and you're going through the no phase. And I, I believe three is when you start to, to want to have a little bit more of autonomy and wanting to be your own independent person. So by the time you're seven, your perspective on the world is, how am I going to conquer it? And you might not realize it until you reflect back on on that phase in your life. But I, th- that's part of the reason why they put you into first grade around that time. Because um, I think you're you're just ready to grasp and start to take on material and take on content. And um, part of the reason I just had an aha moment is because. Uh, I'm reading from the book 366 Daily Laws by Robert Greene, and I try to look for little ways to weave it into the the messages in my chit-chats that I do with you. And the message for today, it was talking about the impulse, the impulse voice, but it it ties back to when you were a child. And, um, you know, this one might also even be critical for parents but let me let me um kind of because the way that he said it was so beautiful and and we're talking about the enterprising and 
determining what your life goals are, right? And y'all know I be reading in the dark, but let me... So, he calls it the impulse voice. And it says, um, the importance of recognizing these early inclinations is that they are clear indications of an attraction that is not infected by the desires of other people. Um, And so he's talking about, it says, um, coming instead from somewhere deeper, these inclinations can only be your own reflections of your unique chemistry. And um, so he says, try to reconnect with your impulse voice, that voice when you were a child. And um, we talked about this a little bit yesterday because I can see where he's trying to get us really to the root of things, right? We talked about yesterday about how when you were a child, there were things that you gravitated towards. And for some of you, that means that you can revisit that, that joy, that curiosity and make money off of it. And for some of you, it's going to turn into self-care, you know, maybe doing the adult coloring book um, or um, looking to wait for ways to paint or make music or, or a type of sport. Right. Um, And so it's like paying attention to the impulses. So the transition for me has been, I always knew, that's what it was. I always knew from, and I want to say from seven, I couldn't quite put my fingers on it, but I knew I wanted to be a business person. I knew I I loved things that have to do with um, all things business. And so it took me some time to kind of cultivate it and get a better understanding of things. And so by the time I got to high school, I remember my senior year, um, I still remember my teacher kind of talking about the opportunities and that's when I was able to solidify it. I also want to say for parents, you know, I don't think we really understand how precious it is for you to pay attention to what your child's interests are and affinity is. And sometimes we get so stuck, especially with Christianity, in stripping them of their their creativity and their impulse and their the very essence of what they came here to do. We just strip them of it. And I think it's almost on the line of being evil because now you you've turned this person into a conforming blob and so the energy and they're just kind of left at the mercy of trying to figure out who they are again is just kind of almost demonic to me from my experience from it I would say that for those of you who are unconscious of what happens in those phases for children, pay attention to, you know, what are the things that they have curiosity about and encourage that. I um I also have recommended this before, but get the natal chart for your child, you know, so that you can help cultivate them. Don't be selfish and don't impose yourself on these children. Um And so if you notice that they're into flowers or chemistry or mixing things or baking with you or they want to make money by washing cars or mowing the lawn, like there's something there that you can cultivate and encourage them, you know, if they they are athletically inclined or gravitate to music, 
look for ways to pour into your child. Please do, because it's like, that's so important. So um, I knew that I wanted to go into business best decision ever and I and so I loved visual things that I did um like painting and started to do graphic design and things along those lines and then went was able to go into college and and do the master's in business you know I did undergrad in business administration and business administration with the emphasis in marketing and then graduate level was um master's in business administration with concentration in human resources. Cause at that point I started to, to wanted to understand the, 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 the human being, the human capital, right? When you break down the word human resources, it's like, that's your power force, your, your, um, the muscle of the mind and, the labor that goes behind it and how do you nurture and feed that, right? Um, so so just kind of sharing the transition and the thought process and how you get to passive income, the mindsets are different in my opinion. So um, there was that aspect of knowing I wanted to be entrepreneurial. And so there's something about every entrepreneur getting that one post where it says to make a million dollars, you have to make... Um, let me see if I can do the breakdown here. So if you do, I had seen a post, but I, I'm not going to have time to find it. But let me see. So if you do 1 million divided by 12 months, you would have to figure out how to make 83,000 a month. And then you divide that by by 30 days. So you'd need to make $2,777 per, per day, right? Um, so then you break it down to what are the goods and services and then you start to put it to scale and then you start to figure out, you know, um, how to, to build your niche off of that. And so that's the trajectory that I was on um, and going into real estate, going into financial advising, and then also launching what it meant to sell, sell goods. I tried a little bit of um, Amazon distribution, tried a little bit of like the eyelash business, bracelets, books, selling books. Um, So, but in the whole process, and I'm so grateful for it, I came across investment tools and it was one of those things like what what you're seeking is seeking you. And so came across investment tools that I was able to put money in and and um, let it come do the compound interest and this was almost like from a year ago so for those of you who've been with me for a while I'm in uh, I have a Tesla contract that I've been in since last year and we're supposed to be taking it out in March Um, it expires next September but um, because of our mentor we kind of know that the best time to get out is in the in March, and then um, for those of you who don't know too, like Warren Buffett, he only trades the first six months of the year, and it makes sense because next year, whatever I take out, I'm just gonna have like we we call it powder, but I'm gonna have powder um, until next December because December is when everything we have what you call witching season, so. Um, 
every every I believe it's every fourth month of the year every like that last week in the quarter things take a dip and and the stock companies they uh, recalibrate the you know what's important what's not you know they look at sales inventory and that type of thing so so some things will take a dip and so that last one in December is where everything basically goes on sale now if you're in the market and you're trying to expect it to go up you're going to take some losses right but it depends on on the stock company really it, it's it's a, it's a science it takes time um but so now that i'm i i'm in a position where i'm i'm making passive income the tr- i'm going to just document it here because there's something I wanted to read. There's a post I wanted to read. I can't believe I'm 20 minutes in, but um, um, lost my train of thought. Um, if if I don't if I don't sell another bracelet or sell another book or you know push myself to do anything else, my money's only going to go up from here right? Because I have several streams of passive income. I've already shared that. Um, so, so, so now what does life look like? What, what is my purpose? What, what is the meaning of life? How can I make a difference? Um, do I feel guilty for taking a little bit of time off to really enjoy for the sacrifices I've made? And so um, on the first, I, I was saying that I wanted a community that understands um, the lifestyle of passive income. I think that there will be a phase where I'm going to flex big time. I'm going to get the Rolex. I'm going to get the luxury cars. I'm going to get the mansions. going to be wearing the designer. going to be getting the, the, I already know what I'm going to do when I get my Tesla contract closes out. I already have that lined up. But um but but I know that there's going to come a period in time where because of my personality, but I think the average person too, you start to question, how can I make a difference? What's the bigger picture? And so when I went on Facebook, uh, this person who's in trading, it was nice because I've been following him and he's in a trading, but this is a perfect person to stay aligned with because he gets it. He's been trading. So at this point, he's making the passive income. Um but he understands the mentality behind it. And so he um, posted from actually somebody that I've recommended before, which is Earn Your your Leisure. I've recommended them on YouTube to you before. And um, Earn Your Leisure says, when you don't have to worry about paying bills, you have time to think. This makes you extremely dangerous. This is why it's designed for us to never reach that level. If you're always in survival mode, you will never have time or energy to maximize your potential. And that was so beautiful. Like when you talk about downloads on the spiritual journey and affirmations and confirmations as you're going through your life, this is what my experience has been like, right? And so this was nice for me to hear up front heading into that type of lifestyle where it's like, okay, 
that explains the things that I'm going through. I'm starting to question what is the deeper meaning? How can I make an impact? How can I still enjoy things but use my resources to make a a, a meaning? How can I make things count? Right? And it is true. It's different from having to try to make 2,700 in sales per day and um, out there hustling and driving. Can I still do it? Yes. Can I still um, pursue that? Yes. But the downtime, the quietness, not having to be in um, flight or fight mode all the time allows me to really think about what's the message? Who am I impacting? What's the bigger picture? You know, and, and 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 so that has been helpful for me, right? And it's helpful for me too because, like I mentioned with you guys, um, it's gonna get to the point like this this year. And I've t- I've already broken down. I don't, I'm not gonna try to not keep repeating it too much, but I've broken it down to where I'm already good with my passive income. I'm not even pulling money from my miners yet. So once I start pulling for the miners. I set up the miners to where that was going to give me at least 10000 a month. Um, and it can fluctuate. You know, the market is never um, guaranteed. It, it's having to do with um, mining helium. So as a, as the price fluctuates. But the idea is if each miner brings in $1,000, that's 10000 a month right there. But um, my brother and I decided that with his and with mine, we're going to just let the helium price hit $100 before we touch it, right? So by next year, I'll be easily over over six figures. Again, just passive income. I'm just sitting here. I don't, I don't have to ever lift my finger again, right? Um, but but, and so then that's going to put me in a position where if I take out $1,000 a month out of six figures, right, $1,000 a month, and um, I fund, I've, I've mentioned to you guys that I'm in a trading account where I'm one of the, the, the things that I use, let me see, so, whoops, I should have done the math on this already, in my mind I have, but I, you guys, I'm a little bit of a, um, so that means that if I take um, $1,000 a month and I fund someone's account for $200 and they can choose to let that investment tool mature for 12 months, 24 months, or 36 months, whatever they think is fit for their life plan and how long they can hold out, I know that that money is going to make a difference. And that's five people uh, a month. That's 60 people, right? If you multiply that times 12 that's 60 people a year. And so I do daydream about being able to connect with the waitress who I see working and hearing her life story and being able to just fund her account. And in three years, she can be making six figures if she wants to wait that long, you know, just by letting the investment do its thing. And I've already mentioned with you, like sharing that with them, the, the two books, The Science of Getting Rich and Wells of Abundance. And continuing to tap in with them. Rich Habits is another good book too. And making a difference in those people's lives, right? And so it's something that I can do, um, you know, one person a week. 
you know, but, but that's kind of what I have in mind. So I hope that was a blessing for you. I'm going to make this kind of like a little bit more geared towards the passive income community or those who are interest free. Um, and yeah, so that's my thought for today. Gonna sign off, gonna charge you with love, high vibrational kind of love, 528 hertz kind of love, um, which is that one of the highest, purest frequencies. Um, gonna charge you with the love of your life for those of you who desire, right? But I also wanna remind you um, that you are one of the first love of your life. So you spend 365 days of the year with yourself. You know what makes you laugh, smile, cry. You spend 24-7 and you know, with yourself and you know your hopes, your goals, your dreams, your aspirations. We talked about the impulse voices, right? And even with Robert Greene in the 366 Daily Laws, we're reminded to go back to, at this point, reflect on our childhood and remember what our passions were and how ambitious and driven and how much we believed we could make it, right? Um, I'm going to charge you with light and black light because black light illuminates invisible. I'm going to charge you with health, with wealth, with wisdom and prosperity. also want to remind you with one of my favorite mantras moving forward. Every day in every way, I am becoming a better and better version. I am your oracle. Until the next podcast.